Welcome to Parenting in Queens, a safe place where we like to connect with everyday families doing extraordinary things. I am your host, Cecia Falcon, and I'm so excited to share this episode with you. But before we get started, I would like to thank our reviewer of the week. Our reviewer of the week is by Queen Stula, and she the title is Learning So Much. She says, this podcast helps me remember why Queens is the best place to family. Love the episode with Lisa Taylor because it was inspiring to hear how she found a way to blend her career and motherhood while following her passions and prioritizing her health and wellness. Thank you so much, Queen Stella, for your amazing review. And please enjoy the next episode. And also be sure to leave us a review. Thank you so much. Welcome back me to the Parenting Podcast. I'm so excited to have you with us. And um, I know we connected through Instagram and we met before. And uh, could you just tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Where where do you come from? Okay, okay. My name is Rahmi Wijihati, and you can call me Rahmi or Amy. I come from Indonesia. And I've been here for two years following my husband. He is working for one of Indonesian bank company here. So it should be we, we, we will be here until next year, but we don't know yet until then. And yeah, I'm, I'm living in Queens in Forest Hill and I have one year old toddler and she's so active and growing up that now <laughs> she's beautiful i can't believe she's one already it's crazy huh yeah it's crazy she's moving all around the house and she's trying to you know like you can hear her <laughs> and take everything and i can take my eyes off her because it's fragile so you know what i have to be really careful mm -hmm. even at home that's so true so tell me a little bit about how it was growing up in indonesia uh, okay uh i was born on a small city in indonesia in purwokerto is the one of the city in central java indonesia has 33rd Yes, region and one of them is Central Java, which is my region. And I come from the small city, and then I I moved to college in the capital city, and then I work I worked there before I moved here. And yeah, I, I was struggling for my childhood because my parents never spoiled me, and I had to struggle really hard to get something what I want let's say like if I want to buy a new suit and my mother teach me that I should be get good score at that let's say <laughs> you have to be the number one rank number one in the class and then you got new things something like that that's that's my parents teach me since I was a kid and it's so you had to be the number one in school in order to get what you what you wanted and that was a struggle for you yeah a struggle but i think mm, that's that's 
difficult because uh, in the future, like let's say I living alone in the capital city, and like I said before, my family is in a small city in Purwokerto, and I struggled since I was college. So that's that's the benefit of my mother teaching, yeah, teaching to be to be competitive, to be strong, struggle for what you want. And yeah, I've got that benefit from a childhood life. So now that you're older, you thank your your parents that they installed that in you. That's amazing. Yeah, that's the old parenting I think, but <laughs> I can feel the benefit now. That's great. So besides, you know, education in Indonesia, what else do you remember in your childhood? Like, how was your day like over there? My day when when I was childhood. Yes. Uh, I am the last children of my family. I have three sisters, and I'm the last one. But comparing to my other sister, like they never moved to another city. <laughs> like, yeah, my my number one sister is uh, in the capital city, also following their husband, but. My another sister is still in the city, in in the small city in Puerto, and me like I'm the last one. But since I was kid, I I always want, you know, do what I want, and I'm struggling with it. Let's say like moving to college in in the capital city, and for the first time, like my mother, like forbid me, but I struggle for that, and I. And they let me in the end because my sister and also registered for the college in the capital city, but my parents didn't give permission. But in my case, I struggle for it. So what I do is I didn't ask for the permission. I registered for the college, and then when the result come, I tell them like. I accepted on this university, and they they don't have any choice, so they let me go there. So that's my study. <laughs> yeah. Well, you you were a little I rebellious. <laughs> I, I I love living in a small city. Like, you know, everyone like, you know, you know the pasture, you know the flower is like, you know, every people surrounding you is very supporting like you know each other and then they support you really support you in a good way that's why like yeah i like i like living in a small city also that's why like make me more aware with the you know like the society but here in new york city is very different if your own life you really feel your own path so yeah, I from the first time I'm moving here, I've a little bit get a culture shock. Yeah, <laughs> like I the bet. first three months is really, really, really driving me mad. It would be great because I used to work in in my capital city in Jakarta, and here I'm only becoming a housewife, like waiting for my husband coming back home, like doing my things. So the first three months is really struggling, but. But I found my business. Uh, I found I'm joining a 
English class in the library. It, it's free from the government. It's like uh, ESL, ESL, yeah, English yes. Surface Learning something. And I joining the English for Work program. And I also join like a invest like to get the license for the broker before I'm uh, I'm working in the capital market in investment industry in Indonesia so the first planning is I wanna you know like pursuing my dream like okay I wanna be broker also in New York but fortunately I it's not unfortunately but I'm happy because I'm pregnant so uh, the plan, the the plan is changing all. So I only first and waiting for my baby's coming. Now my baby's is already one year, but I'm happy and I'm enjoying my life here because I have another business and project that I do here. I have a little home baker activity, so I back now at home. Yes, and I was able to try one of her sweets. It was really good. Um, now that you mentioned that you know you moved to, you were in the city in Indonesia, but coming to New York City was was very difficult the first couple of months. You took English classes, then wanted to come, wanted to get your um, state broker, but you became pregnant, and now you are a mom of a one-year-old, and now you've decided to have your own home baking business, right? Yeah. I saw on your Instagram that you met with um, Martha Stewart. How was that experience like? Oh yeah, I met her. Actually, I bought her new book about cookies. I love baking cookies very much and I love Martha Stewart. Because in my country, like cookies is not common. Like, yeah, we have cookies, but not American cookies. And when I first came, I tried cookies here, and oh my god, it's really good! Like, how can they make it? And then I'm trying to learn how to make it. And then uh, I I know Martha Stewart since I was in Indonesia, and like I adore her. Like, oh my god, she's she's a model before. Like, wow! Like, how can she become so successful with? Uh, releasing a lot of books and a lot of people like, it's like a dreaming and besides like I so so how, how was she in, in yeah, person and we we had a little chit chat like uh, hi uh, uh, talking about my country a little bit about my country and she's She's playing with children and also like teasing her while signing the book. So like my impression after seeing Martha Stewart, she's really still looking good at her age. Like so, you know, like so fearless. Oh my God. Yeah. I adore her. So was it a dream come true? Yeah. Definitely. Like a dream come true. Like New East New York. I, I really don't know that I can end up here, like, you know, like, straight, like, I'm married with my husband, and, and he had, uh, uh, what we call it, duty, he 
year, so that's why bring us here. So it's really great and experience for us. That's great. So what what are some of now that you're used to living in New York? What are some what? of the things that you like about living in New York? Okay. Oh, uh, here in New York, I like every every corner in the city because it's so beautiful and it's so beautiful to be photo. You know, like photograph. It's, yes. it's so perfect. Like even we're only you know like sitting on the coffee shop or like having having lunch in the central park. It's really pretty. So I love. I will be missing the scenery, the view, like the crowd here. Yeah, I love, I love yes, New York is a place that you love and, and can hate, but you end up loving it anyway. First I had it, and then now I love it. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about your, um, how you uh, became a mom. I know that you were pregnant here, and you delivered here, and you were a new mom. But all these, like, they're new experiences. How 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 was postpartum for you? Postpartum, okay. I know you just feel it again, Cecilia. <laughs> like you just have sick baby. <laughs> I still remember that stage that when Serena just delivered. She's got so she has a different blood with me. So that's why she's yellow. This the skin yeah. so they have to put her on the line for two days and it's i was so confused like what happened with my baby like they put needle on her skin and oh my god it's really i was so sad seeing that but thanks god i have my mother-in-law accompany me here so it's really helped me out and Got like we call it baby blues. Yeah. Yeah, I've got the baby blue first couple weeks. I think like suddenly I'm crying with no reason. Like when my what we call it my breast. Uh, you know I'm breastfeeding. I still breast. You know, and for the first time we breastfeeding is you know it's really hard, right? Like, yes, it is. I, I've got cracking nipple and bleeding because I know how to breastfeeding. This is my first and the lactation consultant at the hospital is not helping me. They just freaking me out because my my milk is not directly coming out. It's three days. It just coming after three days. So so that's why it's stressful. So like learning how to breastfeed. Yeah, but but. What make me struggle is I have to remember that I'm here living alone, so I have to handle everything by myself. If I'm not, and I'm not strong enough. So how how my children will be taken care of? So that's why I always like motivate myself. Like, okay, Amy, you have to be strong. It it will be best soon, and you will be miss this stage. That's like my keyword. It's like my you know, my magic work, like, okay, when I feel stressful about this postpartum and parenthood life, 
and I will I will remember and think that okay someday I will be missing this moment so just live with it enjoy it and take a deep breath yeah I think that's my suggestion for all new mom out there that's a, that's a great advice it, it, it can be very long days but it goes by so quickly it's so true Yeah, that's why that's my magic word. Mm -hmm. So now you you're breastfeeding your one year old. I know I know in Indonesia it's it's common that you breastfeed until two years old, right? Is is that your goal? Yeah, correct. Because I'm a Muslim, uh, and in my religion, like a baby should take their meal for two years. Like there's a in my our holy book that stated there and in my country is really popular and for the baby have to breastfeeding until two years but when i come here like and now i still breastfeeding my children like everyone seeing like what were you doing like you know putting over your breast but And my goal is breastfeeding her until two years, but of course I also give her cold milk, yeah, yeah, whole milk, yeah. I still love it, like before she's sleeping, but she refused the bottle because I, I'm stay-at-home mom, and whenever she needs milk, I just give my breath. So that's why she, she refused bottle, and so oh, she's drink cold milk through Yes, that's yeah. great that you're 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 still going at it and then you both enjoy it. Yeah. Now that um, you mentioned that she's also eating, so what are some of the things that you cook for her? Okay, for the first, okay, I give her first meal when she was six months. Oh, no, 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 six months, five months, two weeks. That's that's her first solid, and. Now she's one year old. She can eat table food, so she eat whatever I eat. So that's why I encourage me and my husband to living in a healthy lifestyle. You know, like because we don't want to give her like uh, too much fat or too too oily, right? Because it's not good for her. Right? And then we also didn't use like. Well, we call it MSG here. It's yes. like another additional, yeah, chemical in in food. You know, it's like usually like in Asian store, there's there they sell it, yes. and we didn't use it. We only use salt, pepper, and a little bit sugar to enhance the flavor. A little bit sugar. Yeah, and she love it. She love Indonesian food, and. She already tried making cheese also, she loves, I think she's a really Indonesian baby because she, she loves kerupuk, kerupuk is Indonesian crackers, okay. I she loves it, so that's why for eating, I don't have any problem until now, thanks to that, but 
because you love everything and what I cook. Yeah. That's great. Um, what I know, it, you told me that you make this casserole with beef that is Indonesian that your husband loves. How, how do you make it? The beef. Oh, rendang. You mean? Yes. Yeah, it's a beef. We have to make this a long time. Like actually, like the real recipe is one day make this and really dry but we can make it short like for hours for hours to cook it so like this beef we we cook it with coconut meal and some spices and we we boil it until it's really tender yeah and also we add you know like chili or like chili that is a little bit spicy but yeah that's the authentic of Indonesian food. We have a lot of authentic food. Like every region is different. Like in my region is different. In my husband's region is different also. But rendang is one of the famous food from Padang. From yeah, there's another region in Sumatra. Well, you got you. Well, one you have to give me the recipe one day. I'm gonna try it. <laughs> sure, I'll give you the recipe. So you mentioned Indonesia is a very diverse place. Like you said, your husband comes from a different region, so did you. So how was how was the wedding celebration like? Oh yeah, about the wedding. I, okay, I come from the small city. I told you like in Prokerto, and actually it's the same. It's the same region, like Central Java, but it's different city. Mine is more small, and my husband is more, is like more high, more bigger city. Um, we have different culture, like usually in our culture, Japanese culture, we call it. Uh, the wedding reception is held by the woman side, so on my side. So whatever the guest and wherever it costs it come to the women's you know from the girl side but we are already modern right now so like we're combined and it took a lot long long time and so tiring because uh for my side is the last wedding reception because i'm the last girl i'm the last student of my family and for my husband's side he is the first children who's got married so that's why we have two celebration one in my city and one on his city and it we are inviting on my city is 700 and seven seven hundred and fifty people and on on her and on his city is like I think a thousand people coming and we just we don't know yet who are they they are relative they are our parents friends like we're so tired like on the first week we are married we are married we were married on saturday and then the next week we celebrate the another wedding reception on his city so so tired you survived two, yeah but two days after the wedding celebration in his city 
we move and fly back to New York. And wow, I moved so here. Fast. So that's crazy. Yeah, so tiring. Like imagine in the podium, like you have to stand in for two or three hours and people come to you to congratulate you but you don't know who are they and you have to keep smiling with a heavy traditional costume on my hat it's very headache <laughs> so when you the the costumes that you make is that does that represent anything or, or is just a you know like a preferable choice of fashion oh i met that for custom Yeah, one of my, oh, Serena, come here, sorry. One of my husband cousin is a designer and she's very popular in my country for our, uh, for designing our traditional costume, like national costume for Indonesia. We call it kebaya. I'll send, I'll send you the picture. That's the national costume of our country. And we can modif modify it. And usually we use it when we were on the, we were, we were on, on the, on married, on married or on a special occasion. So like she designed it for me, both in, uh, yeah, both on my, city reception and on his city reception so like, we have custom but the real the real what we call it the real custom is not like that like it's modified it's more modern right now yeah that's nice that you had a designer for your yeah she's my best friend actually I met her before I know my husband so like it's like a She's so, she's so amazed, like, what? You you met my cousin? You married with him? Like, That's so surprised. Crazy. Yeah, I want to say surprised. Boy, it's so hot. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. So yeah. you are, um, so now that you were married, you came here. I know that you mentioned for postpartum, it was a little bit difficult and your mother-in-law was a good support. What, what were some of the things that you learned from her? A lot, a lot, a lot of things. Like, we, you, you know, like here in now is nowadays is a popular with doula, what we call it, doula, doula. Yes. Doula, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to spell it. Yeah, I think my mother, you know, is my best doula. She's gonna help me, like pray for me and uh, giving me calm with a positive word and like uh, telling me like is the baby sir is the baby sir you have to do this do that and then how to take care of the baby i don't know how if i didn't have her here like maybe i i would be so nervous because you know like i'm the first mom and my husband also like the new father like you know sometimes panicking attack like oh, oh we should do this we should do that but she helped us like becoming the middle of us like we should do this and giving us the direction so we we feel so blessed to having her here that's on the great. first three months yeah yeah that's a really great support to have someone you can count on i know that that's are the ones that have the more uh, 
<laughs> they they get more nervous in that time. We are tropical country, so we don't have any, a lot of season. Yeah, yeah, that's why it's so amazing living here. I'm so blessed to have uh, experience here. For this. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Sorry, this is fussy. No, it's okay. okay. It's okay. So we're You're almost done. You're good now. You're good now. Yeah, mommy holds you. Yeah. Okay, she's good now. She's good. She's nursing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that always works. So what's next question? Okay, so you said that you love the seasons here in New York City, that you're gonna miss that because in your country there are no more, you know, it's tropical, so you don't see that a lot. Are there mm -hmm. any people that you will miss when you leave? Of course. Uh, I found a best friend here. She's a Russian, actually. And I met her at the English course that I told you, so I would really miss her. For sure, because we spend a lot of time together. Yeah, I will be missing her. That's great. Thank you so much for your time and, you know, try doing this again with me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, me too. It's okay. Sometimes it happens, right? Like losing something. Yes, so I can't wait to release our episode. Thank you so much. Yes, Queen's parents, thank you so much for tuning in this week's episode. We had recorded an interview earlier in the summer and unfortunately I have misplaced the memory card, so Amy was so kind to do this again with me. Listening to her story about coming to New York reminded me of how I felt when I immigrated here. It is very overwhelming to assimilate, but oh it is so gratifying once you learn your way around the city. So we will continue season two in January. Hope you will continue to be with me in this podcast episode. Merry Christmas, everyone. Mm -hmm.